Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A cloud of dust and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver, we're heading for Gold Canyon. by sagebrush and the heavy shadows of a moonless night, Lance Arnold hunched forward in the saddle of his horse and strained his small, shrewd eyes and ears for the coming of the Overland Gold Express. Suddenly, across the desolate waste of the mining country known as Gold Canyon, he heard faint but furious hoofbeats and the whine of wagon wheels. There's Foster now, coming around the bend. Now a vein follows my order. charge of blasting powder fell a huge tree across the narrow trail, blocking the path beyond rushing wagging team. Boy! Pull up there, you watery critter! Oh! Oh! Climb up that rabbit seat, Foster. We get you covered. Todd Vane! So you're the snake that blasted that log across the trail. Don't be so flippant your tongue, Foster. You won't be needing it. Make sure you know who you're addressing, Savvy. I'd know a polecat like you no matter how many masks you wore. You can't disguise a bad odor. Hey, you don't shoot. Boston one knee killing. That's right. We're in for plenty already. Put up your gun. Yes, as you say, boys. But if he pops off again, he'll be looking at the sky on his back. What do you want, Vane? 
And what the gold you got packed in that wagon, Fussy? What? How'd you know I was toting gold tonight? I know everything, don't I, boy? <laughs> that gold stays where it is, Vane. You've been running things to suit yourself around here long enough. Them fellas at the mine's been working two weeks to get that ore. And I'll swallow lead before I'll stand by and see it go to your kind. I warned you before, Foster. Make sure of your facts. Get the gold, boys. Yeah, sure. That's what we're here for. You mangy coyote! Looking on from his place of concealment close by, Lance Arnold raged inwardly as he saw Vane's gun flame and Foster stagger and sag to the ground. Lest Vane, the crazy fool, I told him I wouldn't stand for killing. That slug of his is liable to put a noose around our necks. Hey, what's that? There's two horsemen heading this way, Vane. One of them's wearing a mask. All right, boys, put that gold in your saddlebags and let's get going. All right, talk. Masked man riding a white horse and an engine. That's a mighty strange combination. Mighty strange. Get along, Cayuse. Let's hightail it out of here. Early the next day, Lance Arnold presided at a meeting of the miners in the hall in Gold Canyon. Boys, I've got bad news. The Overland Express was waylaid last night out on the old Sioux Trail. Fifteen thousand dollars in gold was stolen, and Pop Foster was murdered. Murdered? Pop Foster? Come on, boys. We're fixing a lynching for Todd Vane and the rest of them snakes right now. No, no, wait a minute, boys. Wait a minute. Let's not go off half-cocked. I sent for Sheriff Dan Parkin, and let's wait and see what he's got to say. It don't make no difference what he's got to say, Lance. Todd Vane and his crowd have been pushing us miners around long enough. There ain't been nothing too low for them snakes to stoop at to get their crooked fingers on some gold. But now murder's been done, and we aim to string the pack of them to a limb. We mean business, Lance. Up Foster was not murdered. Hey, what's that? Look! There in the door. A mask on Then, your chairman, Lance Arnold, is mistaken. Up Foster was not murdered. Wounded, but he'll soon be well. How do we know you ain't in cahoots with them coyotes, stranger? Yeah. How do we know you ain't lying to keep us from dealing with them polecats as they deserve? Perhaps this will answer your questions. Pop Foster has evidence to convict the man who shot him and who stole the gold from the Overland Express. What evidence, stranger? Say, who are you anyway? Yeah, and how do you know so much about the holdout? He's gone. Look at that white horse run. Mask man. So we meet again, eh? I'm thinking it won't be the last time. After his dramatic departure from the miners' meeting, the Lone Ranger rode to the Foster Ranch where he and Tonto had taken the wounded prospector the night before. Assisted by Foster's daughter, Mary, Tonto was redressing the wound while the old man slept. How is he, Tonto? Bullet wound. In chest. Plenty bad. But him feel better by and by. It's a miracle he's alive after being shot at such close range. Uh. I, I don't know who you are, stranger, but I want to thank you, both of you, for saving my pa's life. There's no need to thank us, Mary. Tonto and I merely did what anyone would do. Uh, him wake now. Hand me that glass of water, will you, Mary? What? There, he's opening his eyes. Uh, mask man. And an engine. 
Who are you? We're your friends, Foster. They saved your life, Pa. Hmm? Oh, it's Mary. What happened? Where am I? A gang of outlaws held up the Overland Express last night. One of them pulled a gun and... Oh, Oh, Pa. Yes, I I remember now. Oh, now, Mary, don't take on so. I'll be myself again in no time. All all right, Pa. Who's the man who shot you, Foster? Name's Todd Vane. Got away with with the gold I was freighting. Yes, I know. But why were you carrying gold from the mine without guards? Was it the mines? Wanted it kept secret. I see. They thought that if you drove the express without guards, the outlaws would think you weren't carrying gold this trip. Is that right? Uh, That's it. But Todd Vane, a thieving coyote, seems to know what they plan to do before they do it. Vane does know, Foster. He gets his orders from a man who has a miner's confidence. The same man who tipped off Vane that you were freighting gold last night. Uh, reckon you're right, masked man. One of Vane's gang mentioned a, a boss. A boss. Pa! Pa! There's nothing to worry about, Mary. Your father's just tired. Oh. Who, who is it? Mary, it's me, Dan. Open the door. Dan? Oh, Dan! What is it, honey? Just heard about your father from Lance Arnold. He isn't... No, Dan... Pop Foster's going to be all right. Masked? I didn't hear your full name. Parker. Dan Parker. Sheriff Parker, isn't it, Dan? See, you're wearing a star. That's right, stranger. And now, if you're finished, I'll ask a few questions myself. I'll save you the trouble, Sheriff. Mary will vouch for me. He brought Pa home after he was shot, Dan. He and Tonto here. Tonto? Uh-huh. Dan, you're just a man I want to see. What do you make of this? Well, it... It's a piece of checkered flannel. That's right. Tonto and I found it in Foster's hand after he was shot. Foster's hand? Unless I'm mistaken, Dan, this flannel was torn from a checkered shirt. As you can see, it's shaped like a pocket. Foster must have ripped it from Vane's shirt while they were struggling. Vane. So Todd Vane's the jester. Yes, Dan. Despite his mask, Foster recognized him. Now, all the evidence we need to prove that Vane shot Foster and stole the gold is to match this pocket against the tear in Vane's shirt. We... You mean you'll help? That's what Tonto and I are here for, Sheriff. Hmm. Seems to me I've seen or heard of you somewhere before. Wait a minute. Isn't that a white stallion I saw outside? Yes, Sheriff. Sure, a masked man, an Indian, and a white horse. Put them together, Mary, and what do you get? I, I don't understand, Dan. Uh, Mary, he's the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Tonto and Sheriff Dan Parker rode toward Canyon City to arrest Todd Vane. Lance Arnold waited for Vane in a private office in the Half Moon Cafe. It's about time you got here, Vane. What took you so long? I do a little express job, Lance. I'll keep your shirt on. I had to steal the gold at the hideout. Speaking of shirts, Vane, what happened to your pocket? I don't know. I reckon I tore it on a nail. You ought to be more careful, Vane. About that and a few other things. What do you mean? I mean that itching trigger finger of yours. That slug you put into Pop Foster last night is making trouble. You know, Foster's mighty popular in these parts. You didn't scared, Lance? No, not scared, Vane. Just careful. I told you before, I'm not aiming to have the law pin your hog while shooting on me. <laughs> Quit worrying. I need a lawman this side of the panhandle who could hog tight Todd Vane. You know, you got more beef than you got brains, Vane. 
The law's on your trail right now. What do you mean? A mask hombre announced at the meeting this morning that Pop Foster is not only alive, but is holding evidence to convict the man that shot him. A mask hombre? Yeah. The same maverick you saw hot-footing it to Foster's rescue before you could judge the effect of your bullet. Got any evidence? No, no idea what no, it is? No, You know me, Lance. I don't leave any trees when I'm on a job. Well, you left some this time, Vane. If you don't want to spend the rest of your life behind bars, you'd better get it back. I'll get it back. While I'm doing it, I'll leave another mark for Foster to remember me. Now, wait. There's no time for that now, Vane. First thing to do is to skip town till the Foster affair quiets down. Yes, as you say, Lance. I'll go tell the boys. I'm looking for Todd Vane. Who's that? Sheriff Dan Porgy. Go out and face him. It'll be the finish if he finds me here. What about me? If Foster's holding evidence... Don't worry about Foster. I'll take care of him. You'd better, Lance, if you know what's good for you. Looking for me, Perky? You're under arrest, Vane. Well, you don't say, Sheriff. I advise you to keep your hands where I can see them, Vane, or else... Well, what? You young squirt. You ain't man enough to get the draw in your own shadow. (laughs) Try something, Vane, and see if I'm man enough or not. Hey, don't grease leather on women and children, sonny. Vane, I'm taking you with me for wounding Pop Foster and robbing the Overland Express of $15,000 in gold. Try and prove it. I got the proof right here, Vane. Piece of checkered flannel which Foster tore from the clothes of the man who shot him. It's a perfect match for the design in your shirt. If you'll step over here, I'll prove that it's the pocket you're missing from that shirt. Hey, you... Jumpin' Jehoshaphat. It's a masked man. Shot Vane's pistol right out of his hand. I wouldn't try that again, Vane. You blasted coyote. I'll get you for this. Save your threats, Vane. Toto. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bring Vane's horse around to the hitch rack. Uh-huh. Toto Savvy. Then, take charge of the prisoner. I'll cover your retreat. You bet, and thanks. Uh, you won't wriggle out of those bracelets easy, Vane. Now walk. Steady there. Don't move. Watch it. All right, Sheriff, outside. There they are. They're heading for the jail. Look at that masked hombre go. Seems to me I heard tell of that yell somewhere before. I wonder. Well, masked man, you won the first round. But the fight's not over yet, or I'm not Lance Arnold. And it's going to be fought to a finish. Your finish. curtain falls on the first act of tonight's Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. From the time of Todd Bain's arrest, Canyon City talked of nothing but his coming trial. The evening before the day the trial was to be held found the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Sheriff Dan Parker discussing the case in the jailhouse. Suddenly they heard the cry of a hoot owl. Listen. That not hoot owl. 
That man, make-believe. You mean it's somebody imitating the cry of a hoot owl? Uh, probably was a signal. It came from just outside Bain's cell. Follow me. Yes, look there. Bain's talking to someone through the bars of his window. Bain? Yeah, who is it? Help me. Got a message for you from the boss. Yeah, what is it? Boss says not to worry about the trial. He'll have you out of the Who's Gal for morning. That's mighty good of the boss, Levy, but it ain't good enough. I'm not tempting a permanent stay in the Who's Gal for anybody. What'll I tell him? Tell the boss if he wants to save his own hide. He'll have me out of here by midnight tonight. Midnight tonight? I'll tell him, Bane. See you later. You'd better, Levy. Now we can talk. What Bane mean? The boss want to save Hyde. He means that if he isn't freed by midnight, he'll reveal the identity of his mysterious chief. Then the gang will attempt to force a jailbreak tonight to keep Vane from talking. Either that, Dan, or... Or what? Then, I think it would be wise for you to spend a night at the Foster Ranch. I don't have to tell you that without Pop Foster's testimony at the trial tomorrow, our case against Vane will collapse. Mm, but I'll miss all the fun when they raid the jail. It won't be much fun, Dan. You'll be more valuable at Foster's than you'll be here. All right. Hello. Ride to Gold Canyon and round up all the miners you can. We may need every man there who can shoot a gun to hold this jail until the night's over. Uh-huh. Time to ride. As the Lone Ranger prepared for the gang's next move, Limpy returned to Lance Arnold with Vane's ultimatum. I tell you, boss, if we don't get Vane out by midnight, he'll talk. I heard you before, Limpy. I'll get the boys together. We'll crack that who's gal wide open. Now wait. The miners are too aroused to stand for the boy's strong arm and Vane's escape, Limpy. They'd string Vane up in a minute. I've got a better plan. Listen. That evening, Pop Foster, his daughter Mary, and Dan were together in the Foster Ranch house. Doggone it, Mary. You fuss over me like I was a two-year-old. Well, you're certainly acting like one, isn't he, Dan? He sure is. Now, don't give me any of your lip, you young whippersnapper. Uh. Well, them coyotes are figuring on forcing Todd Vane out of the hoose cow, are they? I'm going to get my gun and fill that polecats are full of buckshot eating his own mother. Oh, you mustn't excite yourself. Dan, help me get him back into bed. Yeah. That's better. Now, remember, I'm boss around here till you're on your feet again. Eh, ain't no petticoat going to boss me. I'll get out of this You'll bed. You'll get out of this bed tomorrow for the trial and not before. I... <laughs> you're just like your mother, Mary. Oh, Mary, what is it? Face. I saw a man's face outside the window. It's Vane's gang. That's who it is. Fetch my rifle, Dan, quick. All right, boss. Come on in. Foster's still alive? Here, boss. Just unconscious. Want me to finish him? No, no. I can make better use of my life. What about Parker and the girl? They're out cold. Trust too. Foster and Parker to them chairs and gag him. Take the girl to the abandoned mine. Sure, boss. Right away, Chief. Limpy? Yeah, boss. I want you to take down a note to Foster. I want you to write it in big block letters so the handwriting can't be traced. Understand? Yeah. All right, take this. If you want your daughter returned to you unharmed, don't testify at the trial. If you do, you'll never see your daughter again. All right, address it to Pop Foster, Limpy. And put it in his lap so he'll be sure to see it when he comes to life. Right, boss. Uh, Foster's coming to now, boss. He's talking to himself. <laughs> And let the loose-jawed old maverick talk. You won't have a chance at the trial. <laughs> Foster's testimony is the only evidence that masked hombre has against Vane. 
It stands to reason they can't hold a trial without evidence, can they, boys? And if they can't hold a trial, they can't hold a prisoner, so Vane will go free. What about Vane's threat to talk if we don't get him out of jail by midnight, boss? Plenty of time for midnight for you to get to Vane's window, Limpy, like you did before. Tell Vane we're holding Foster's daughter to keep his mouth shut till they cancel the trial. We've got the girl all ready to go, boss. I take her outside and strap her to the saddle of that extra horse. Once we've got her in that old forgotten mine, they'll never find her. While Lance Arnold and his men rode with Mary toward the abandoned mine that was the gang's hideout, the Lone Ranger and Tonto sat in the jailhouse and listened to the ancient clock strike ten. Well, ten o'clock, Tonto. The gang has only two hours left to free Vane. You think they come? Vane seems to think so. Sleeping in his cell as if he didn't have a care. Buzz. <laughs> You're not far wrong at that, Kimo Sabi. Hoof beats. See what it is, Tonto. Maybe the gang now. Two riders. One hurt. It's Foster, Tonto, and Dan Parker. Something's happened. Whoa, 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 there. What's happened, Dan? Mary's been kidnapped. We were talking together, the three of us, when Bane's gang attacked the house. They knocked Pop and me unconscious and took Mary with them. Pull yourself together, Dan. Bring Pop inside, Tonto. They all wore handkerchiefs over their faces. They left Pop and me tied to chairs. I worked the knife loose from my belt and cut the ropes. We've got to save Mary. We've got to. Mary, kidnapped. Dan and I overpowered. Don't try to talk now, Foster. Hello. Put him on the cot in Dan's office. We've work to do. Let me do it. Dan, there's no doubt that Vane's gang was ordered to kidnap Mary by the man who Vane threatened to expose after midnight. But Mary's in no danger unless her father testifies at the trial. Uh, that's what the note said. The note the kidnappers left. Here. Here, it's addressed to Pop. Yes. Just about what I expected. And printed in such a way as to make it difficult to trace. Foster, rest. You'll feel better by and by. Good. Dan, I think you better go to Foster. He may need you. And you could do with some rest yourself. Oh, but Mary... We'll do everything we can for Mary. As the jailhouse clock crept closer to midnight, and Bane continued to sleep in his cell, the Lone Ranger and Tonto discussed their next move. That gang leader has us just where he wants us, Tonto. We can't hold the trial tomorrow without endangering Mary. And if we don't hold the trial, Vane will go free. That's right. Our only chance of saving Mary and at the same time convict Vane is to locate the hideout where they've taken her. We've got to do it before midnight. Not much time. Uh, 10.15. Tonto, that clock gives me an idea. Listen. In his cell, Todd Vane was wakened when the jailhouse clock struck 12. The midnight deadline he had set for his release... Man. It ain't midnight already. That's what the clock says, Vane. Blast him. If that poor cat's figuring to double-cross me... Now you're wasting your breath, Vane. The man you take your orders from isn't going to break you out of jail tonight. How'd you know about that? I overheard you talk with Limpy. If your men attempt anything, they'll be welcomed with the most unpleasant surprise of their lives. <laughs> Meaning what? Meaning miners, Vane. Don't have to tell you how the miners feel toward you and your gang. The boys will be here when they come. Yeah, they're not coming, Vane. In fact, they ran out of town some time ago. They probably went to the hideout. You can't trick me, mister. Look out the window of your cell and see for yourself. Huh? The half moon. Ain't a light showing in it. Looks like your friends have run out on you. Yeah, maybe you're right. Lance always was skittish about my shooting being traced to him. Just like that white-livered cow to get me in a spot and fix it so as I couldn't get out. 
Yeah, that's it. That double crossing pulled cat, making me think he'll get me out of here by midnight when all the time he was planning to go to the hideout and get away with the gold, huh? Well, he ain't getting away with it. I ain't taking a jail sentence for him or anybody. I'll talk, I'll... You mentioned Lance a moment ago, Vane. Did you mean Lance Arnold? Yeah, Lance Arnold, the big boss. The brains behind every job he pulled in Gold Canyon. And my suspicion was right. What's that? You mean you suspected Lance was the boss from the first? Practically, Vane. Arnold was the only man at the miners' meeting who assumed Pop Foster was murdered. And the only person besides myself who knew that the gold was stolen. It could only mean that he was present at the holdup. Probably as a member of the gang. He sure had the right slant, mister. Well, there's still time to surprise Arnold. He'll take us to the hideout. Surprise? Stranger, there ain't nothing I'd like better. Hello, Dan. Saddle Vane's horse and round up the miners. We're riding to the hideout. In an abandoned mine in Gold Canyon, Lance Arnold listened with amusement to the angry outburst of the girl he had kidnapped. You won't get away with this, Lance Arnold. The Lone Ranger will learn where you've taken me, and when he does... The Lone Ranger, huh? So that's who our mysterious masked friend is. Well, Mary, he's met his match this time. He hasn't one chance in a million of locating this mine. Why, I wouldn't have located it myself if I hadn't accidentally stepped into this mine shaft and pretty near broken my neck. It would have been better if you had. (laughs) Regular spitfire, aren't you? Well, we'll soon take that out of you. What do you mean? Well, that depends, Mary. If your father keeps his mouth shut and refuses to testify against Vane at the trial tomorrow, you'll be remembered by every law-abiding citizen in Canyon City as responsible for Vane going free. On the other hand, if your pa is ornery enough to ignore my warning, you'll rest in a watery grave at the bottom of this mine shaft. Listen to this stone when I drop it down the shaft. (laughs) It's a long way down, Mary. Black as the ace of spades. Nobody would ever find you. You you wouldn't dare. It's for your father to say, Mary, not me. Boss, you want to keep Vane from spilling all he knows, I'd better hightail it to the jail and tell him there ain't going to be a trial. What time is it, Limpy? 11.15, boss. Yeah, you'll have just enough time to make the jail before midnight. It's the miners! They have us surrounded! Oh, shoot! Oh, The Lone Ranger. I knew he'd come. Vane, what are you doing here? I'm asking you the same thing. Thought you'd run out with the gold, eh? Well, you got me wrong, Vane. Don't huh? cuddle out of it. I'm on to your gate. That'll be enough of that, Vane. <laughs> hey, what is this? What's Foster's daughter doing here? I've been trying to tell you, you crazy fool. We kidnapped her to keep Foster from testifying at your trial. Libby was just leaving to give the news to jail when the miners jumped us. Mash, man. You double-crossing coyote. You tricked me. You tricked me into betraying my own men. You tricked yourself, Vane. All I did was to set the jailhouse clock an hour and a half ahead. You mean when the clock struck midnight? It was actually only 10.30, Vane. Your distrust of Lance Arnold and quick conclusions did the rest. I'll take charge of you now, Vane, and you too, Arnold. You were pretty slick, but not slick enough for the Lone Ranger.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>